Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Cod Swallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking cod swallow. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Cod Swallow podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Cod Swallow, right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Cod Swallop. I am Gemma. I'm James. James is back! Yay! He is. I think people were beginning to think that you'd actually left the podcast and not said goodbye at one point. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'd had some sort of strange, mysterious accident. Well, I mean... I couldn't go out in public. They they probably thought the first thing rather than the second thing, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've just taken it to a whole new level. Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) But rest assured, people, he's back. Uh, he should be nice and rested because he's had uh, quite a few weeks off now, but I, I doubt very much that he is nice and rested because he's the reason why he's been off is because of work, isn't it? So being so busy. Today has been a day of, uh, of rest for me. I've not been in work today, so I've got a reasonable amount of energy. Yes, good. Because I've been in work today and I'm tired, so... <laughs> well there we go how have you been james we'll go with the health front i've been a bit up and down i'm still a bit uh sort of croaky and chesty uh so i've been like fighting the turn of a cold i suspect has never gone because i'm feeling a bit chesty today but other than that i think i'm okay how are you yeah not too bad thank you bubbly as ever and uh or bubbling as ever (laughs) 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 i've just had four days off so, you know, like I had my last two days holiday. So I was nice and relaxed until I came back in today. So, uh, <laughs> four days off, four days. Wow. Well, it, if only I knew what that felt like. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, it's four days off because I tagged two days onto a weekend. Ah, right. Okay. So, yeah. So it's, uh, it was my last two days holiday. So, uh, but mm-hmm. you know, it was. I, I'm kind of glad that I took it, but at the same time, I wish that I'd waited now because I'm like, oh, hmm. they ain't got them. <laughs> well, you always seem to find when you're off, or I certainly did today because I haven't been off for a while, so you find yourself running around to do stuff yep. to try and get everything done. So that's what I had to do when I went out today. I was running around to, to try and get sort of bits of shopping done and pick up various different things. So yep. it's a rest, but it never feels like an entire rest. But yeah, I agree because my rushing around because we changed over our internet supplier. So we're with Sky Broadband now. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And I uh, have some Codswallop to go alongside that. So I don't know if you want to get into Codswallop yet. Yes, please. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Well, 
<laughs> so my first codswallop, because I have two. My first codswallop is the fact that our internet changed over and everything was fine and tickety-boo. Like, the changeover couldn't have gone any more smoothly if it had tried. And it was on Thursday, so I was like, oh, brilliant. Then came to check my work computer and everything else is on Wi-Fi, but mm-hmm. uh, work computer is on an Ethernet cable mm-hmm. and it wouldn't work. I was like, for God's sake. So I spent a good part of that day trying to think about how to sort that out. And I was like, I was on the phone to my brother. My brother's not like an IT specialist or anything, but Mm. he helped me set it up. So I thought he might be able to help in between doing fun things that, you know, like you do on the day off, which, (laughs) which is not much at the moment because of a certain pandemic. But, uh, you know. Yes, yeah, so I was, I was dealing with a computer and I was just like, oh, for God's sake. I was just like, oh, I'll leave it until tomorrow. So then tomorrow, I tried, you know, the following day I tried. So Friday I tried, still wasn't working. We tried so many different variations of the cables going into the box and out of the box. And, uh, you know, if you want to go through how many different variations, I'll go through them, but I think it will bore people to death. <laughs> so tried again on Saturday, still not working. At that point, I'm like near to tears and I'm just like, I just need to get this sorted. I want to actually enjoy some of my time off, you know, kind of thing. Yes. And um, without thinking about stupid computer things. So you want to break from work, but then the whole time I've been thinking about my work computer. Hmm. And uh, so I called up Andy. Who? Andy. Who? Yeah, don't. Who? We have to give him a glowing review on this episode. <laughs> he did request it. <laughs> it's right, Andy. We still love you. You're not dead to us, I promise. I love him to pieces. But anyway. I accept, I upset you, Andy. I accept you. <laughs> <laughs> she loves you. I accept you. Well, I, I, I mean, I was going to say I only love him, but I only love him because he tried to help me. So basically it was a Saturday afternoon and uh, I called him and I was like, Andy, I know it's Saturday and I know it's not a work day and I hate asking you this question because it you know, like he obviously deals with it all through the, all through the week, doesn't yeah. he? So, and I was like, but you're my kind of last resort until work on Monday. And I just wanted, you know, I just wanted to get it sorted. So, you know, so I could sort it out. Mm-hmm. So me and Andy went through so many different things. And like I had him on, um, WhatsApp on a video cool sort of thing so i was showing him all different things and stuff like this hmm. still didn't work unfortunately oh dear yeah he's received them now but he got a little treat of two big boxes of jaffa cakes in the post this morning so to say thank you for trying at least so andy failed oh dear andy did fail but because he at that point thought that maybe it was something to do with a computer because what i had done before i'd called andy was i actually tried the ethernet cable into my laptop right okay turned the wi-fi off obviously so it was an ongoing saga and he did everything that he could possibly do so i've got no gripes with andy whatsoever no. he did everything he could. he's a good guy he's, he's a good he's guy. one of the best this week <laughs> 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 so yesterday i woke up so sunday i woke up and i thought to myself hmm the only thing that i haven't done with regards to the computer, is plug the lead back into my work phone because I turned it off because of being off. Right. So I was like, I may as well try it. I may as well try it. So I gave it a go and I plugged it in, turned the computer on a couple of minutes later. It all worked. (laughs) Uh, 
Okay. And why? <laughs> I don't know, but it was something to do with the box that's underneath the table that's got all the connectors. You know, like it's got the Ethernet cable in, but it's also got like the phone line in. But for some reason, it worked and it all connected up because it needed to be plugged in. But oh my God. <laughs> and my brother Googling things. Like, and none of us enjoyed our weekend because it was like, <laughs> I'm trying to sort this bloody computer out. <laughs> So that's why I'd like my four days back now, if that's okay. <laughs> well, if first you don't succeed, try, try, try again. And he got there in the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But oh my God, I can't believe something as simple as just plugging the bloody phone in was the key to all of it. So I could have done that on Thursday. <laughs> and if I'd have done that on Thursday, I would have enjoyed my bloody fucking weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's my cod's wallet oh well <laughs> sometimes shit happens <laughs> well yeah it'd be different if it was you though wouldn't it <laughs> no I'd, I'd be cool as a cucumber I wouldn't be shouting at the computer or anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so that was my major cod's wallop this week okay is there a minor cod's wallop well this one is more of an irritating cod's wallop right okay have you listened to this week's Tell Em Steve Dave yet? Uh, it's called Big Tit or Tit or Fat Tit or something. Is this where they talked about? Uh, I, I can't remember. I've not listened to much, so okay. I've had a long list of catch up, so I may or may not have listened to it. Okay, well that's fine. On this week's episode, they were using the word twat on a regular basis. They probably said it about twenty times, but in America. They say twat. Okay. And it really, really, really fucks me off. <laughs> it's like, where is the O in twat? <laughs> I, I can't help you on this one, Gemma. Why? This is the worst thing that annoys you this week. That ain't half bad. <laughs> it was awful, though, because like in that episode, they said it about 20-ish times. Mm -hmm. They said the word, and it was like, oh, twat this, twat that, twat this. And I actually posted a thing up on Twitter and tagged them all in. I said, hi, America, you need to learn something. The word is twat, not twat. <laughs> I just feel disheartened that such foul language is being used. <laughs> <laughs> does that not irritate you or does things like that irritate you not not really uh -huh. i'm gonna be honest not really well it's not one of the things that that greatly annoys me <laughs> i know you want me to support you and say you're my third yeah. god's wallet this week now because you didn't back me up <laughs> yeah unsupportive co-host yes underlined <laughs> in red <laughs> <laughs> complete bastard <laughs> <laughs> complete asshole i think was what i was going for yeah. or twat <laughs> <laughs> but no it was it was so frustrating because it's like every other word they were sort of saying it and it was like oh just get the word right <laughs> well they do say that you know we're uh, two countries divided by the same language. So, yeah, yeah. they've proven themselves right on that one. Yeah, absolutely. You need to get on a Reddit board and just start, like, hammering them for it. <laughs> no, I did it on Twitter. I, like I said, I posted up a video of me 
telling them off <laughs> and telling them that the word is twat, not twat. <laughs> but, you know, still. Well, did you do the aluminum and aluminium thing? Oh, yes. So. Yes, I know. I love you, America. I do love you, America. But you need to know that this is our language. Yep. Stop butchering it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just yep. Yogurt and yogurt. <laughs> Just stop it. Stop it! <laughs> yes. Yeah. Learn to speak correctly, as Gemma is telling you to do. Yes. I mean, even I can't speak properly, but, you know, I know the difference between an O and an A. Mm, those vowel sounds. I just, I can't get my head around it, though. I don't know. I don't think, uh, I know that this is further red penning of my name, but I cannot help you on this one. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I can't see how they would take out the O and put the A in. Do you know what I mean? Or could yeah. look at the A and think of it as an O. Okay, dear Salty Tadpoles, <laughs> who may be from America, can you enlighten us and just be aware that you will get Gemma's wrath if you do this incorrectly? <laughs> well, you won't. You won't get my wrath. If you're a Salty Tadpole, then I unconditionally love you. But we do need to educate you very slightly. And that is what I'm trying to do here, is educate mm. you. Yes. You can say any other word completely wrong. You know, whatever, I'll, I'll get over it. But don't say twat wrong. Say twat. Oh, no, no, don't say twat. <laughs> don't say twat. Say twat. <laughs> yes. Je Gemma's pimp hand is strong on this one. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my codswallops done. Have you got any codswallops this week, James? Uh, I basically just hate cyclists. Okay. With a passion. Really, really don't like cyclists. So if you're a cyclist, uh, you're not going to like this, but tough shit. You don't pay road tax. You wobble about on the road all the time, creating problems for drivers. And you slow us all down. So, you know... Get in cycle lanes. I'll just completely fuck off, please. I'm sorry, James. I can't help you with this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> I'm sort of on the side of the cyclist with this one. But I've said that in previous times. But, you know, it's kind of like I get it from the driver's side of things. It's so irritating. But it's like if you've got to go over a pothole, then you do need to swerve to sort of miss the pothole. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, this this isn't potholes. This is just people being daft and wobbly. Oh, okay. So my view is that, you know, we've got a huge amount of debt that's coming. I say we start taxing cyclists with road tax because, yeah, you're all a pain in the ass. And I have friends who are cyclists, but I still think you're all a pain in the ass. But anyway, <laughs> enough of that. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I don't like about cyclists is when they don't wear helmets. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the big problem I have is that if anything at all went wrong, the motorists will get the brunt of the complaint, if you know what I mean, the thing going against them. Yeah. They've really rubbed me up the wrong way recently. So I'm sure they're all lovely, decent people. Yeah. Uh, apart from the fact they are cyclists, which means they are just a scourge on the road. <laughs> they're pure evil. And... That's all I need to say. Fair enough. Well, there was a public announcement for Jamie Westwood, who's the one <laughs> cyclist that I can think of right now. <laughs> yeah, Jamie, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> but you're quite close to Birmingham, so please don't. <laughs> Just make sure he subscribed to the podcast before you do, okay? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I take him out. Yeah. <laughs> no tadpoles were hurt in the process of making this recording. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, see, so that's good. We got our codswallops off our chest. We did, we did. I feel better now. 
I, I mean, America, you still suck, but you know, <laughs> when it comes to that one word, but you know, still. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I have brought to the podcast this week is actually, it was a post on Facebook, which I don't know if you saw by Bob Christian, which was basically, it's like people have started Googling why chainsaws were invented. I don't recall seeing this, okay. so I'm intrigued. Go on. Okay. Uh, there's a TikTok person who has started the craze, basically, that the biggest Google search at the moment is why chainsaws were invented. So I've got the information here, which is quite um, quite interesting, but slightly horrific as well. They haven't got any images of it at the moment, but here we go. So this is the reason that chainsaws were invented. So you don't have to Google yourself. TikTok has everyone looking up why chainsaws were invented. And oh my God, the world is sick, sick place. <laughs> Like we didn't know that already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Today in things, the internet makes... What? Today in things, the internet make you... Whoa, that's... Who? Where is this article from? Um, <laughs> the tab. Never heard of them. I don't even know what that is. The tab you cannot write. Yeah. <laughs> right, so the things the internet made you find out and now you can't unknow. Is what they're trying to say. Mm -hmm. Is the simple question, where were chainsaws invented? Maybe someone wanted a sharp object to cut down a tree. Maybe a builder created it. Something innocent, surely. Oh no, it's dark. Okay. A meme is going viral of people reacting to when they find out why chainsaws were really invented. And a video on TikTok has claimed chainsaws were originally invented to help with childbirth. Okay. <laughs> so if you found yourself here because you want to know the answer, you're about to find out. So then, why were chainsaws invented? You might want to sit down for this, salty tadpoles. I've added the salty tadpoles. <laughs> because chainsaws were literally invented to cut through bone during childbirth. The prototype of the chainsaw, familiar to the one today in the timber industry, was pioneered in the late 18th century by two Scottish doctors, John Atkin and James Jaffrey. Okay, yeah. They invented it for a procedure called the cysostomy. Right, okay. And excision of deceased bone retrospectively. This procedure was used during childbirth before the days of the C-section. Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, when babies were too large or breech, so they could be delivered naturally. Originally, a small knife would be used to remove bits of bone and cartilage around the pelvis to make more room for the baby. But this was found to be too messy and take too long. So in 1780s, the two doctors invented the chainsaw to make the procedure easier. The chainsaw back then were a lot smaller, but it is said the operations took place without anaesthetic. <sighs> Imagine a chainsaw going through anything. Uh, it's not going to be the highlight of your day, let's put it that way. <laughs> yes, the chainsaw would literally cut human bone to make it easier to give birth Honestly, I feel sick, is what this says. 
<laughs> so what are we thoughts about that then, James? It really makes you pine for the for you know having kids and the fun that childbirth must be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, childbirth is disgusting at the best of times, but <laughs> <laughs> with this Ooh. i wouldn't go as far to say it's disgusting james come on <laughs> no that, it's still pretty disgusting but you know how much i love children yeah so. but i wouldn't say it's disgusting sorry i'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one <laughs> i mean i don't i don't particularly want to do it myself but you know I'm, yeah i i wouldn't say completely disgusting but there you go that's that's uh i guess a female male viewpoint on that so <laughs> we'll have to agree to disagree as they say yeah. yeah yeah exactly so but oh god the idea of i mean i i don't know obviously what they do nowadays but yeah a chainsaw and i know it's still a smaller version of it but oh ugh, it's enough to close your legs isn't it <laughs> yeah top out splitting a log <laughs> And oh god, imagine if you'd accidentally cut the baby's head. <laughs> yeah, hmm, could be a bit risky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if anybody wants to share their views on this frankly baffling and scary thing, feel free to drop us a line. Yeah. <laughs> so did you bring anything to the podcast this week, James? Uh of that nature? Not particularly. I have found out some weird stories. Okay. But or a, a weird story, but I have nothing that could quite top the chainsaws being used to, uh, you know, split a human in half. No, I know. It's all Bob's fault, basically. Yeah, Bob, Bob, you've really fucked it up on this one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying, Bob, terrifying. <laughs> I won't sleep after hearing this story. <laughs> yeah, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> why bob why <laughs> why why indeed actually before we go into the stories of the week have you been watching anything so this is kind of a catch-up episode really i suppose isn't it because like uh, we haven't really spoken to one another for ages so we haven't no have i watched anything uh i watched that truth seekers thing oh yeah that was pretty interesting uh i ended up binge watching that you know when you think oh I'll watch one episode yeah. and i was like wow this is so weird it was good didn't think I'd like it at first, but yeah, it was very good. Very interesting. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I finished watching it too. I mean, the first episode, I liked it, but it was also kind of, I think I liked it because of who was involved in it. Mm -hmm. But at first I was kind of like, mm, not really sure. But then as it went on, I, I really liked it. Mm. And I'm hoping there'll be a second series of it. Uh, it ended on one of those slightly cliffhangers, so we're not going to ruin it for no. those who haven't seen it. But it has one of those, probably it's got the ability to progress uh, into something else. So, But yeah, I just thought it was great. And as I said to somebody about it, you know, it's, I can imagine it being the sort of show I would have made. If somebody had said, go ahead and make some sort of weird and wacky ghost-based comedy set in the UK, yeah. that's the sort of crazy thing I could have produced. So I think that's why it works and how it grabs people's attention. It feels like the sort of thing you could have made yourself because although it probably costs a small fortune to make it it doesn't feel like something that's you know had huge amounts of money thrown at it for production yeah i agree with that yeah definitely it was probably more property that was uh yes. purchased rather than uh yeah, yeah, anything else. Yeah, and employing the cast. But yeah, very good. Yeah, I really like the fact that Julian Barrett was in it. So he was the doctor, not the doctor, the guy who was doing the presentation. So that Did he have a beard? Yeah, you know the guy that came up on the stage? Yeah, yeah, had, had a pretty cool voice. Yeah, yeah. I remember him. Yeah, because yeah. have you never seen The Mighty Boosh? Nope, and I never want to. Oh, so. yeah. The Mighty Boosh was amazing. I just find the guy 
who he's now on the Bake Off stuff. Oh, no, intensely, uh, into, I find him very, very annoying. So yeah. I will, uh, I'll sidestep it. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense as to why you don't know um, Julian then, because he was the other person, really, that's in the Mighty Boosh. <laughs> and a uh, very, very funny guy. Um, yeah, I can kind of get that. Yeah, Noel Fielding is a, a Marmite kind of person, isn't he? <laughs> An acquired taste. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like him personally, but yeah, I can also understand why people probably wouldn't like him. So fair enough. I'll let you off the Mighty Boosh then in that case. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> been watching the boys yes yeah that was pretty cool weird horrifying in some respects but yeah i'm not liking it if i'm honest really i'm not oh dear yeah i'm not massively into it it's kind of it's not really gripping me right okay i can understand that though yeah yeah i mean i get the storyline and i get i get all of the things that they're they're trying to do and whatnot and you know like obviously it's kind of like superheroes gone bad sort of thing and uh you know (laughs) on paper this is something that i think i would really like but i'm on series two now so i've i've gone through you know series one and i've decided you know i thought i've got to keep going because everyone keeps telling me this is brilliant but so and also i've started it now so it's kind of like i have to finish it (laughs) yeah but yeah i just don't know just not really getting it i don't think not really you know one of my favorite things i don't think so unfortunately i mean what were your thoughts on it because i enjoyed it see i know nothing of the source material which are people you know it comes from a comic book um it was it's good but some of it was just getting into the realms of absurd violence yeah uh, have you seen it all now i've seen all of series one and i'm right on- okay uh, the second or third episode of series two so i've not yeah so we could talk about series one but not series two. yeah i enjoyed it some of it you do find has been very gripping uh and very interesting but yeah it's i can see how some people can't enjoy you know won't enjoy it but i just found it an interesting thing to watch and it was something that was very you know well i just enjoyed it and it has interesting twists and turns in it but it's an interesting one, and I did find it strange that it's sort of like the age range on certain episodes, the age rating sort of went up and down, so some would be like an 18, yeah, and some would be down to like saying 15 plus and things, but uh, interesting, but strangely, I, I find myself siding with the bad guys in it, so uh, I do. I find Homelander more interesting than sort of like the supposedly good guys in it. Oh, actually, because I was thinking of the opposite way round. So I was thinking of like, is it Butcher? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his sort of gang. I was thinking of them as the sort of good guys in a way. (laughs) Well, they are the good guys, but I find the... uh, Well, I know what you mean, actually. Who is the good guys and who are the bad guys? Because supposedly Butchery's lot are maybe the good guys, but they're also a bunch of vigilantes where the superheroes are meant to be all the the real-world good guys in it. Yeah. But they're actually a bunch of nut jobs. So, But I find myself signing with the nut jobs. So, yeah, (laughs) weird stuff. Yeah, definitely. But that Homelander, God, he's he's a nutter. He's an absolute nutcase. Yeah, you're going to love series two then. Yeah, I've seen a couple of bits, but yeah... It's like I said, but, you know, it's kind of like when he, uh, I, well, I suppose series one has gone and done for a while, hasn't it? But when he <laughs> burnt the lady's eyes out, <laughs> yeah, you know, and then like blew up her flat so that nobody found her, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, oh, we'll save the baby though. So that's all right. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, well, it just asks, it does answer the, and show you the interesting 
you know, answer to the question of you you have like almost omnipotent powers. Yeah. Would you use them for good or bad? Probably you wouldn't end up all good and great like Superman because you would be unstoppable, so you turn into a raving, uh, homicidal and egotistical maniac. Yeah, yeah, you probably would. Yeah, you probably would in the end, when they allowed a plane full of people to just go, pew, to the floor. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's basically the same approach I would take to cyclists. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, we're not going to drop cyclists out of the air, are we? But... <laughs> <laughs> or are we? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell. My love for cyclists, it just it's, it runs deep. <laughs> <laughs> it all goes full circle. <laughs> but yeah, so I am going to keep going with it because, you know, I'm a completist. I have to finish something. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing that was really annoying me as well but was because <laughs> we got a Coswell up again. It seems to have corrected itself now, so I don't know if it was like my TV or whatever, but because the episode is an hour long... I can't hmm. always sit there and watch an hour's worth. Right, okay. Yeah, because it depends. Like, if I'm watching in my lunch break, then I have to pause it at some point because I have to go back to work and stuff. What was happening was is that I was pausing it, and then it was restarting again from the beginning when I played it again, if that makes sense. So, like, I'd, I'd close down the TV, you know, shut it all down and stuff. And then when I started it all up again, it was, like, just starting from scratch the episode and i was just like oh for god's sake now i've got to fast forward it to a point where i think i know where i was it was just really frustrating me so i don't know if that's kind of mirroring the slightly messed up your view of things yeah 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 Yeah, but it although i did just um just try it that you know at lunchtime today and it seemed to be corrected itself so hopefully um hopefully that'll be all right but yeah it was having an episode, clearly. It was, so. yeah. <laughs> I think some of our technology is haunted in our house. Really? Uh, yeah, you must have a gremlin in the works, basically. Yeah, or my dad, yeah. But you know, quite often the uh, landline, it's, it's like a hands-free landline, and it just often just goes ring ring you know like it not not <laughs> ring not like ring like a telephone rings but you know, yeah, like an old style telephone <laughs> yeah, ring, it's ring. having an identity crisis <laughs> ring ring but you know when it's on the portal yes and it sort of you first put it on and it like charges up the battery so it goes like a noise like a weird battery powering I, I th- think I think your phone's possessed basically yeah. <laughs> but quite often when it's actually been on that portal for a while it will make that noise again. Hmm. And it's like, but it's been there for ages. Why, why is it doing that? So, so yeah, I think technology might be haunted in this place a little bit. So <laughs> stranger things have happened. Well, to me, certainly. Yes. <laughs> so anything else that you've been watching or is that, is that it at the moment? Uh, I'm trying to think what I watch. I mean, obviously I watch things like the Simpsons. I watch family guy. Yeah. I love the Goldbergs. Yeah. I've been having a bit of communication with people who work on the Goldbergs, So that's always nice. And I've been watching bits of The Mandalorian. So, yeah, I'm just generally, when I've had a chance to decompress, which seems to be Sunday for me. I do a lot of my TV watching on Sunday. So, yeah, it's been pretty cool on that front. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, good. 
Is Sunday is literally the day of rest for you? Uh, kind of. <laughs> I always find myself doing stuff. Yeah. It's like today I've been reading a book about leadership, so I never quite seem to properly stop, but yeah. No. Yeah. Well, maybe try. Try doing that. Try stopping. Yeah. yeah. You know, like when you were telling me to, <laughs> you send me messages full of swearing <laughs> when I was feeling unwell, going, just rest. I'm going, but I've got a wine and stuff. Just rest. <laughs> <laughs> or, or just before we were starting to record and we were ha- i was having a few technical issues there so surprise <laughs> and james goes how long do you think you'll be and i was like well in it why you're in a rush or whatever you know i said to him and he goes oh no 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 i said oh i'll probably just be about two minutes then and he said oh well because i was gonna put the hoover around and i was like for christ's sake james just wait <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> the hoovering can wait what can i say <laughs> always on the go yeah <laughs> exactly so, did you say you've got a couple of stories of the week? Well, I've got one that's grabbed my attention. Okay. So, it's a bit of an older one, but it did grab my attention. So, uh, <laughs> so should we go with mine first? Yes. Yeah, we'll go with your couple first. Okay. So, here's my weird story of the week. So, sadly, salty tadpoles. So, a man who adopted two pet geese during lockdown is tasked taking them to his local pub wearing nappies. <laughs> Sven Kirby... 34 is a regular is regularly spotted walking the birds named Norbert and Beep Beep oh. around the streets of Leeds. <laughs> Norbert and Beep Beep. <laughs> yeah. The odd trio have now branched out into socializing in their local. The admin assistant hand reared the birds from five days old after buying them for forty pounds each in June. He lets them a free reign of the house when he's at home, while he keeps them in a pen in the garden when he's out. Sven, who lives on his own, yeah, that doesn't surprise me whatsoever. No. Uh, said, I know a goose is a strange pet, but it's something different that I've wanted for a while. I could have got a dog. But as I work full time, I didn't think that that was very fair. Geese require much less attention. I love the two of them. They're brilliant characters and great fun to keep as pets. I mean, they are pretty cool looking geese. <laughs> I have to be honest. Sven first got the idea of keeping geese a few years ago when he was in York visiting his then girlfriend and saw some waddling her along the riverbank. He said my ex wasn't too keen on the idea, so when we broke up, I decided it was my chance to finally do it. When lockdown hit, he did some research and found his nearest breeder was in Grantham, Lincolnshire, so set off on the 160-mile round trip. After parting with £80, he returned back to Leeds with the two made geese from the same club. Beep Beep was named after the sound the bird makes. Oh, really? Like we hadn't guessed that one. <laughs> it could have sounded like a car. Hmm. <laughs> they are giant exhibition dewlap Toulouse geese, which are often bred for foie gras, meaning they're used to being handled and therefore generally docile. Can live up to 40 years. I mean, they are big. That is true. Yeah. Sven said the pair haven't had any behavioural problems and have generally been easy to keep as they don't require much exercise and have a diet 80% made up of grass. However, they can be they can't be potty trained, so he does have to put them in specially made goose diapers shipped in from America <laughs> when they're inside the house. Only in, in America would a goose diaper be created. Yeah. Dear God. <laughs> uh, Sven added they're very happy and friendly animals, which makes them great to keep as pets. I've hand raised them from five days old, so they see me as their daddy. No, Sven, I'm pretty sure they don't. <laughs> they follow me about everywhere and can sometimes be protective. They're all talk, though. 
They have a little honk at someone every now and then, but it's nothing to worry about. <laughs> Sven works five days a week, so generally puts Norbert and Beep Beep in the boot of his car to take out for walks on Friday evenings and weekends. <laughs> he said, we turn quite a lot of heads. Everyone wants to stop and have a chat. A short walk will usually take me about two hours. Uh, because of all the people, I don't mind. I quite like the attention, to be honest. When we went to the pub, Norbert and Beep Beep just stood by my side as I drank a pint. It was a good fun and everyone there loved it. And usually for geese. Uh, Norbert and Beep Beep aren't too fond of water and they'll only go in if Sven joins them. He said, I'm not sure how much swimming I'll be doing over winter, but I'll do my best. Aww. <laughs> I mean, it's nice and I do like the fact that he found these lovely animals, but seriously, it's just, I mean, it's weird. It is a bit bonkers. Yeah, yeah it is a bit bonkers. But at the same time, I think, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not hurting anyone, is he? <laughs> what I will say is, you know, he has got a good thing possibly going. Christmas is coming. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you get rid of one, you know, you've still got another. Just saying. <laughs> but which one do you get rid of, Norbert or Beep Beep? Well, I feel that it'd be a very hard thing as he's so close to them. So what you should do is just do eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and then whichever one's left. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, if he gets desperate at Christmas, there is his dinner. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Dindin's ready. Yeah. <laughs> Although you'd have to feather them. Oh, I don't know. Defeather them. Yeah, and gut them and hang them. Mm, but yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever be that desperate that. Yeah. But um, I am curious as to whether when he takes them out for a walk, if he puts them on a lead. I don't think so, from what I could see on pictures. I mean, I feel I'm being a bit harsh on the guy because it clearly brings some happiness to his life. Yeah. It's just a very unique pet to have, I guess. So. Yeah, I suppose at least he's out there, you know. At least he's, you know, doing something different. <laughs> I mean, he probably has nobody visit his house, so I want to be around him, but <laughs> at least he's got his geese. Yeah, and he does get the interaction from people when he's out and about, so that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you want to do the second story now? Yeah. We're segueing onto another avian-style story yep. uh, in relation to something that happened at Tesco. Yeah, and also something that can be eaten at Christmas as well, so... <laughs> mm, very true. Yep. So... A Tesco was left covered in smashed eggs after a fight broke out between customers over a two-minute silence. While the rest of the supermarket in Middlesbrough came to a standstill, one woman continued shopping and talking. Well, she's immediately got no support from me. No. She was told to shush while other customers observed the silence in honour of fallen servicemen and women. However, she took umbrage to this. A witness said we were all stood still, observing the two-minute silence, when we heard lots of screaming and shouting. Everyone was looking at each other. We were like, what's going on? I heard someone shout, You're dis you've disrespected my mother. She added, there were smashed eggs all over the floor of the Tesco Extra. <laughs> a police spokesman said, following a verbal altercation, reportedly involving a man and a woman and another two women, a man allegedly assaulted the two women. Uh, witnesses had been asked to contact the police. Oh, is that it? <laughs> is, is that it? Is there no more article? Oh, apparently so. That's it. That's the end of the story. <laughs> well, Metro, you've done yourself proud again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was rather exciting, to be honest.
Did you not get my pattern? Yeah. Uh, yeah, excellent. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jill Roberts, who wrote this article, use your words, man. It, it might be a lady. Don't be a sexist. Oh, it is a man. I can see his picture. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right then. <laughs> use your words, Joe. Use your words. Are they paying you a mit for like, they're obviously not paying you per a word. So, uh, <laughs> well, it is the Metro. So I think we established on the uh, Halloween episode that I think that they are paid by the word. So <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a very bad payment for him. Then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the fact that you can't even spare like a minute or two minute silence yeah. for for our heroes sort of thing. It's just. Well, the problem you've got is people are just selfish and stupid. We saw uh, an example of that. The two minute silence was observed at work. Mm. And then you had people who were. Uh, digging up stuff outside on the road. They generally were very good. They stopped. There was no more digging. They observed it apart from one of them who was just a doofus being on his telephone. You know, dude, just for a second, don't take the call. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because, um, you know, on Wednesday, last Wednesday, it was obviously, um, for our, just so that for the international listeners, on the 11th of November at 11 o'clock, we observe a two minute silence for our fallen heroes, basically. So for anyone who's a war veteran, basically, isn't it really? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's what we're just in case there's any international people that were kind of wondering what we were talking about. And, um, yeah, I, on on last Wednesday, I think at eleven o'clock the phone started ringing. I just ignored it. I wasn't going to pick it up, you know. Yeah, because it's that moment. But it's almost it's like a moment to reflect on them. Hmm. But it's also a moment to reflect on something really positive as well. And if you can't just take two minutes out of your life to just stop and think, yeah, you know, I know that there's an awful lot of minute silences out there. So, you know, eventually Hmm. it's going to become that a minute we'll be able to talk. But, (laughs) you know, I don't know. For the OG ones, I think we should still do it. So, yeah. 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 That woman or man, whoever it was that was still talking, they deserve to have the eggs thrown at them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a mess. Yeah. It is a mess. It's not cracking, is it? No, it's not. I mean, it's just scrambling the whole situation. I know. Wonder if the people had to pay for the eggs. Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. If they can, if they can identify who's done it. They probably would recharge them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, want to recharge them? They tried to charge them for what had happened. Yeah, yeah. You'd think CCTV would help with that, but you know, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As we've got in this country, so many cameras on every corner of everything, <laughs> like the yes. cabbage leaf. There's a camera on it. <laughs> You know, you'd think. Very true. Yeah. Right. Well, I think then we've got my last story and uh, then we'll probably wrap up the episode because I think both me and James are a little bit tired this week. But like I said, it was like a catch up episode. It was. It's been good. Yeah. But I'm on the edge of my seat. Yes. I want to know what weird and wonderful wacky story you've got. (laughs) So this is the one that I saved myself. Train saved from disaster by giant whale... (laughs) After crashing through a barrier at the end of the track. Has that got you gripped already, James? Do you know this story? Gripped and confused. And no, I've not heard this one. Ah, okay. Well, that's good. Bring it. A train driver's life was saved by a giant whale tail (laughs) after his train crashed through the barriers at the end of the track. The train plunged straight through and would have ended up in the water below if the artwork hadn't broken its fall. 
Nobody else was on the train and the driver was able to escape to safety himself. The carriage now still suspended um 10 meters sorry chris was calling me at the same time then so it really put me off then <laughs> yeah damn it chris. Yeah, fuck off, chris. <laughs> <laughs> you're about four episodes behind so you won't hear this for another week or so um the carriage is now still suspended 10 meters above the footpath at the acres metro station in rotterdam a local safety board spokesman Oh, spokesman should be spokesperson. Yeah, damn you and your 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 sexist, uh, you know, uh, views. You know, these are the sort of people who don't like a female Doctor Who. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah, exactly. So they told broadcaster Nos, whoever Nos is. Word Nos. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody Nos. <laughs> <laughs> We are trying to decide how we can bring the train down in a careful and controlled manner. The sculpture, made of polyester, was made by a gentleman whose name I unfortunately cannot pronounce and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna butcher it because it was a very good art piece and placed in the water at the end of the tracks in 2002. A neighbour said, we woke up at quarter past 12. There was a blow of two there was a blow of two to three seconds. There was a blow of two to three seconds. A blow? Was it? A whistle blow, it, I guess. Uh, is it a real whale with a blowhole? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there was a blow. That's just weird. Yeah, there was a blow of two to three seconds. So I'm guessing it was like a honk of the horn on the train or yeah. or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We'll, we'll just speculate and make up things as we go along. <laughs> then I suddenly saw that the tail was occupied. I thought, hey, something very strange is going on. Very observant person. It's not yet clear what caused the train to overshoot the track. Ugh, the end. <laughs> really? That was it? Good God. Who writes the, Who is this a, a metro one? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Do they think the people writing these just get bored suddenly go, ah, screw it, we'll just submit it? <laughs> I think so. But it is a very, very cool picture. I have to send it to you, James, so that you can see it. Excellent. I look forward to seeing it. It's literally like, you can imagine, you know, like any train station, you've got the barrier and you go through it. You're like, it's gone through the barrier. Hmm. It's literally sort of, propped on top of the tail of the whale the tail of the whale <laughs> mm. the tail of the whale yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean you could say it's a fishy story it is we don't know who's uh it's a fishy tail because we don't know who uh who actually you know created this you know create this problem but fish uh it's not fish it's a mammal so yeah mm, weird one. yeah you can't say it's for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure so yeah weird stuff yeah. <laughs> but you know it's interesting i mean it's so weird though i love that it's just so weird i loved it yeah i did too i thought it was very very clever you know it was a very you know very clever idea of the artist to put it there for you know in case this kind of thing happened mm. and it did eventually so that was good <laughs> shit got real exactly <laughs> <laughs> so in that case james i think that we've been talking enough codswallop this week i have been Gemma. i think i'm still james 
but I've been away for that long. Just getting one of those things where you question yourself. Yes, exactly. So he is, he's Jim Bob now. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Your name's been changed, sorry. <laughs> Which makes it sound like I should be on Little House on the Prairie. Yes. <laughs> Good night, Jim Bob. Yep. <laughs> right, well, thank you. Good night. Good night, Jim Bob. Good night, everybody. Have a good one. Stay safe. Yes. <laughs> Unless you're a cyclist. <laughs> <laughs>